Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lux presents Hollywood. The Lux Radio Theater brings you Rita Hayworth, Don Amici, and Gail Patrick in The Strawberry Blonde. Tonight, the Lux Radio Theater comes to you from Hollywood as usual, but your producer speaks from New York. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Cecil B. DeMille. Greetings from Broadway, ladies and gentlemen. A Broadway that's just as much a part of the Lux Radio Theater as Hollywood is. I'm enjoying New York's fine hospitality for a few days while I wait again for your verdict on a picture that's been more than a year in the making. Reap the wild wind. At long last, it opens in New York this week. New York of the past, present, or future is a city to stir the imagination. And tonight we tempt your imagination with a story of New York in the gay 90s, a play called The Strawberry Blonde. Warner Brothers made a picture, and uh, Don Amici, Rita Hayworth, and Gail Patrick star in our production now. Whatever kind of play you're looking for tonight, we have it. The Strawberry Blonde is a comedy, one of the best we've had recently, and it's dramatic. The story of a man who waited years for revenge and then discovered he didn't want it. It's romantic, too, Exhibits A, B, and C are Don Amici and two leading ladies, Rita Hayworth and Gail Patrick. And on top of everything else, there's music that will bring back long-forgotten memories. Memories of the days when you waltzed around with a strawberry blonde while the band played on. In my annual trek across the country, I always look forward to that personal contact with the Lux Radio Theater audience that helps keep this theater in tune with your ideas of entertainment. And, of course, I'm always delighted to hear what you have to say about Lux Toilet Soap. Every year, it renews our faith in the standards we try to maintain when you tell me in person what these weekly plays mean to you. In times like these, a national theater has an important job to do, and you're the judge of whether we're doing it. You're also the judge of whether our product is doing its job. But there doesn't seem to be any, any doubt about that decision. Because you've given Lux Toilet Soap a life commission as first lieutenant to beauty. But now to Hollywood. As the Lux Radio Theater raises the curtain for the first act of The Strawberry Blonde. Starring Rita Hayworth as Amy, Donna Michi as Biff Grimes, and Gail Patrick as Virginia. With Louis Alberni as Nick. <laughs> the grand opening of the 20th century. The golden age of the gasoline buggy, the tandem bike, the suffering suffragette. On a quiet street in New York, a large gold tooth swings gaily in the breeze, and over it a sign which reads, B.L. Grimes, Painless Dentist. 
But you won't find Biff Grimes pulling teeth today, for this is Sunday afternoon. He'll be in the backyard, pitching horseshoes with Nick Pathalis, the barber. Hey, that's a good one, Biff. <laughs> yes, there they are with their coats off, their shirt sleeves supported by arm garters. There's Nick just tossing a ringer. Hey, I am pretty good, too, eh? <laughs> Congratulations, Nick. Hey, Biff, what's the score? I don't know. Didn't you keep track? Me? Since when I know how to count. You can count in Greek, can't you? There's no Greek game. What's the score? Are we playing for money? Sure. In that case, I'm way ahead. Uh, I think Monday morning I'll start to go to night school. Biff, are you still playing that silly game? I've almost read it. Now, don't break a bustle. I'll be in a minute, Amy. Oh, your hands aren't washed yet, and the afternoon's almost over. Listen, all we're doing is going for a walk. I don't have to take a bath for that, do I? You're worse than a child, Biff Grimes. Now, hurry up. I want to leave. Yes, Sundays are a pain in the back teeth to me. Give me those horseshoes. Hey, don't throw them away. Why not? I'm sick of this game. Boy, some sweet temperature you got today, Biff. Yeah, this is just my Sunday mood. You ought to see me the rest of the week. You know, Nick, I think I'm going to give up this place. How long have I been here now? Eight months. Two patients had teeth pulled, and I'm still trying to collect from one of them. Well, always in the beginning, it is hard to get a beginning. Say, Nick, do you think maybe they know I'm a jailbird? No. How they know? Well, they found out in the other two neighborhoods. And here, nobody comes to me. Could be you just move in a neighborhood with good teeth? Yeah. Anyway, it's very discouraging. Very discouraging. Hey. Hey, listen. That's a band. They play outside my barber shop every day. What's the name of that tune again, Nick? You know better than I do what's the name of that. Yeah, the band played on. That song must be at least... Oh, it's at least nine, ten years old. Bib, remember Shul's three-piece band in the neighborhood park? Yeah, we'll never have those good times again, will we, Nick? Walking in the park, all those girls. Yeah, she sure was a beautiful girl. Who? Who? Virginia, that's who. What made you bring up Virginia? You was a stuck on her, ain't you? Me? Yeah. Well, I was. Of course, I liked her. In a nice way. Well, I like her, too. I forget which way. <laughs> it is funny, Beef. All the wonderful boys in the neighborhood, including me, and Hugo Barnstead, has to get Virginia. What made you bring up Hugo Barnstead? How can you bring up Virginia without bringing up Hugo? So I ever get my two hands on a... That's dirty... right, Beef. You knock him down. I kick him. I'm not kidding, Nick. The best thing is to forget. Let by me gones be by me gone. Not me, Nick. I take no guff from nobody. That's the way I'm constituted. Biff? Yes, Amy? You come in here right this minute. The phone's ringing. Well, answer it. Oh, Biff, you know it's for you. All right, all right. Come on in the house. You answer, will you, Nick? Can't be important. Hello? Yes? Just a minute. Man says his guest has got a toothache. Tell him to keep it. Huh? It says it hurts. Wants it pulled. I never pull a tooth on a Sunday unless it's a child. How old is the toothache? Uh-huh. He says he's the president of Change Bank. Wants to speak to you. I don't care who he is. I don't pull teeth on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell him. Give me that. Hello. I'm sorry to trouble you, but this guest of mine is suffering terribly. Oh. I've called every other dentist in the neighborhood, but they're all out. Won't you please do it? Called every other dentist in the neighborhood first. I'm sorry, tell your friend to try a hot water bag. We've already tried that. Oh. As you can hear, it didn't help. Now look, I know it's Sunday, but Mr. Barnstead is willing to pay you double your usual fee. Not a matter of money. Wait a minute. What did you say his name was? Barnstead. Would that be a Hugo Barnstead? Yes, Hugo Barnstead, the alderman. Send him right over. I'll do it. Thank you very much. Not at all. It'll be a pleasure. Well, what do you know? Hugo Barnstead is coming here to have his tooth pulled. Certainly a coincidence. It's more than a coincidence, Nick. It's poetic justice. Is he? Well, I take your word for it. Say, don't Hugo know that you are the dentist? No, I guess he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't even know I'm out of jail yet. And to think I was even considering going looking for him with a gun. And here he walks right into my parlor. Now, Beef, watch the temperature. If I know Hugo Barnstead, he'll want gas. All right, I'll give him gas. Beef, uh, don't do nothing you'll be sorry for. You want me to tear out the tooth with my bare hands, do you? Of course I'll give him gas. An accident can happen, can it? Who are we to know? Beef, you crazy. Who's got a better right than me? Nobody but Can you sir. imagine it, walking right into my parlor? 
and a band outside playing that song. Wait a minute. Hey, you fellas, keep on playing that song. Helps remind me. I want to keep on remembering. Pete, what are you thinking about? Thinking back about ten years. It's when it all started between me and Hugo and Virginia. Remember, Nick? It was the day I came into your barbershop with a black eye. You put a leech on it. A leech is the best thing for a black eye. Yeah, I got that shiner down in Hoppenberg Saloon. I was a bouncer there for a while, remember? While I was studying how to be a dentist. Yeah, I used one leech a day on you. Yeah, but I remember this day best. All the boys standing around the barbershop passing remarks. They thought they were pretty gay, but I didn't mind. Not much, anyhow. <laughs> well, hey, some shiner, Biff. Where'd you get it? Big Joe handed it to him down in Hoppenburg. Well, that's the nicest shiner you ever had, Biff. Yeah, look at all the colors. <laughs> stand back, stand back. Uh, here, Beef, lift the face up. We put the leech on it. Easy, easy, Nick. It's a little tender. Wonderful invention, the leech. It's no invention. It's animal. Hey, Biff, when are you ever going to win a fight? Biff <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want to spoil his record, do you, Biff? Yeah. Hi, hit me with a spittoon. <laughs> Hiya, boy. Oh, hi, you go. Oh, you go. How's the boy? Hey, Nick, what about a shave? Well, well, well. What's this, Biff? Another swollen orb. Looks to me like some of Big Joe's work. Why? How'd you get? His initials are beginning to form. <laughs> ah, he hit me with a beer bottle. Hey, what happened to this bit, too? <laughs> don't worry, I'll fix him. I don't take nothing from nobody, except an occasional right hand. <laughs> Say, uh, any of you fellas want to buy a ticket for the boat ride? Oh, not me. Not me. I'm going to stowaway. I take one of them stowaways tickets, too. What's the matter with you boys? Don't you believe in helping a worthy cause? Yeah, not when the worthy cause is Hugo Bonds. Yeah, now, yeah. believe me, boys, all I'm getting out of this is the satisfaction of doing a good deed for charity uh -oh. and a small commission. Oh, that sounds more like the Hugo Bonds said we know and hate. All right, all right. Just forget I asked you. Well, Biff, how's the bouncing business? He wouldn't know. He just got bounced. <laughs> you mean you were fired, Biff? I was getting ready to quit anyway. Yeah. Biff lost too many decisions to the customers. Yeah. Wasn't a fair match, that's all. Any guy would hit another guy with a broom handle. What happened to the beer bottle? <laughs> hey, hey, fellas, look who's coming. Virginia Brush. The strawberry boy. Open that door, Frankie. I got to get a look at this. He comes, boys. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? I love my wife, but all you kids. Does your mother know you're around? For you, I take out citizenship paper. There she goes, boys. Watch me get her. There's nothing like selling a ticket for a charity boat ride to get acquainted. Hey, why don't you go, Biff? You're going to help you go sell those tickets. Oh. Oh, gosh, no. I couldn't ask her for money. Hey, look. Hugo's talking to yeah, her. Yeah, she ain't running away either. How was he doing? That's what I want to know. Yeah, maybe it's the way he wears his clothes. Yeah, well, if you ask me, Miss Brush is going to be the third notch from the left on Hugo's belt. Well, you you take that back. What for? I'm entitled to my opinion. Which one he is? You want pin back? Just to try the one. The Stay home, boys. Come on, put up your fist. Bear up and wait. All right, come on. Come on, just try something. Come on, just try Hey, Frankie, run by the drugstore and get me another one. Yeah, that was the day it started. Hugo went out to sell Virginia a ticket. Yeah, and you got another black eye fighting for her. It was worth it. I'd have fought for her any time. Then I remember Hugo coming around the house that night. Wanted me to take a drive in the park with him. So we hired a horse and buggy down at the stable and started out. Then Hugo told me we had a date with a couple of girls. Well, that was all right with me, too. Get up there. Get up. We ain't got all night. Say, Hugo, these girls we're going to meet, who are they, anyhow? Well, one of them's Virginia. Virginia Brush? In the flesh. You mean, you mean the first time you met her? Without ever being introduced, she made a date with you? Of course not. Virginia's a nice girl. Oh. But she sort of let it be known she'd be in the park tonight with a girlfriend. Oh, I suppose I draw the girlfriend, huh? Certainly. Yeah, as usual, I get the leavings. I bet she's a squab. How do you know? Did you ever see the girlfriend of a pretty girl who wasn't? I bet she's a squab. The boys will be here any minute. What kept you? Did you work late? A little. The head nurse wanted to see me. Oh, it's too bad you didn't have time to get out of your uniform. I had plenty of time. Well, then why didn't you? Why should I? I'm a nurse and I'm proud of it. And I'm proud of my uniform. It's a sign to the men that women not only have the same right to work as men, but that they... Oh, can... hush, Amy. You're not at a suffragette meeting now. The tyranny of man over woman. 
the stupid convention that says a woman shall wear such and such. The outmoded. Oh, please, Amy, just for tonight. Try to be a woman, not a pamphlet. But look, women throughout the ages have... Oh, say, it is a lovely night. Yes. Who cares if we ever get to vote? Virginia, is that one of them? No. Oh, too bad. Amy. Mm -hmm. Yes, dear? You, you winked at him. That's right. You winked at a strange man. Well, why not? Oh, Amy. Oh, Virginia, be sensible. That's the way men behave towards women, and there's no reason why women shouldn't behave that way right back. It's the single standard of morals. I refuse to listen to advanced ideas. Well, is it any worse than what you did? Making a date with a man you were never formally introduced to. Why, I never did any such thing. And besides, and moreover, I didn't wink. Don't be a hypocrite, Virginia. Spiritually, you wink. Oh, Amy, I think they're here. Look, look, that's them in the carriage. What do you think of them? No. The only one I can see clearly from here is the horse. And I'm disappointed in him. There she is. There's Virginia. Gosh, she looks pretty. Yeah, she's all the fudge. I say, what's that thing with her? I suppose it's the girlfriend. What's she doing wearing a nightgown? That isn't a nightgown. She's a nurse. A nurse? 23 schedule, not for Biff Grimes. Well, what's wrong with a nurse? Ah, she want to take my temperature. Well, good luck, Hugo. I'll walk Biff, home. Biff, look, you can't go. It's your date as well as mine. Biff, I'm telling you, I have it on good authority. Nurses are a lot of fun. I bet she even lets you put your arm around her waist. Ah, what fun will that be? You know the amount of starch in a nurse's uniform? Good night. Biff, 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 look, look, you can have Virginia. How's that? You're not kidding? Cross my heart. Well, that's better. I'm crazy about Virginia. Only the best for Biff Grimes. That's the way I'm constituted. Well, come on. We'll walk up nice and polite. Don't forget to tip your hat. Here they come. Oh, say. That tall one is good looking. In a weather-beaten sort of way. What'll I do, Amy? Do? Do nothing. Sit where you are. Oh, but my heart's jumping all over the place. Amy, drop your eyes. Drop my eyes? Yes, that'll show them we're good girls and they can't trifle with and us. like I was saying, Biff... Oh, oh good evening. Aren't you the young lady I sold the ticket to this afternoon? Oh, why, I believe I am. <laughs> I believe the circumstance permits me introducing myself. Oh. My name is Hugo Barnstead. Oh, how do you do? I'm Virginia Brush, and, and this is my very special girlfriend, Amy. Amy Lynn. Delighted, Miss Lynn. Hello. Ladies, this is my contra, Biff Grimes. Oh, how do you do? How do you do? I'm Pleased to meet you, Miss Brush. Strange, isn't it, that our paths should cross again so soon? Well, Amy and I always take our constitutional here in the evening. And Biff and I always arrange to take a canter in the cool of the evening. Oh, well, Amy and oh, I... Oh, for Pete's sake, cut out the nonsense. This is a prearranged date, and we all know it. I've got to be back on duty by 11, so let's shake our tootsies. Amy! Hugo, she's fast. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you say we take a drive to the country? Yeah, yeah, if we get an early start, we ought to make Harlem. Oh, that would be lovely. And since we're already acquainted, Mr. Barnstead, I think I'd better sit by you. Why, thank you, Miss Brush. The carriage is here. Hey, hey, wait. Uh, listen. You... What's the matter, Mr. Grimes? You have an awfully sick look. Uh, I'm all right. Come on. <laughs> we have dozens of your cases at the hospital. Mostly gas pain. Please, Miss Lynn, watch your language. There's a lady present. <laughs> Something about country air. Isn't it wonderful? Mr. Grimes, are you listening? No. Yeah, yeah. Where'd Hugo and Virginia go? For a walk, I guess. I wish they'd come back. I was saying, there's something about country air. I like I... city air. Well, they're both... There's really no difference between country and city air. They're both oxygen, hydrogen, and nitrogen. Air, you can't even see it. Why talk about it? <laughs> Say, was that... Was that Virginia laughing? I don't know, I'm sure. My mother was one of the original Bloomer girls. I said my mother was one of the original Bloomer girls. They had bats in the belfry. They did not. They were foresighted, courageous, intelligent. All right, they... all right. Nobody is blaming you for your mother. I'm not apologizing for my mother. Listen, do I know your mother? Why get into an argument about her? I hardly even know you. 
You're not a very easy person to get to know, Mr. Grimes. Well, that's the kind of a hairpin I am. Excuse me, I think I'll have a smoke. May I have one, too? Sure. Huh? Don't tell me you smoke. Only when I'm bored. Your mother a bloomer, girl? You a nicotine fiend? Say it anymore at home like you? I have an aunt who's an actress. Yeah, well, that completes the picture. Listen, I've been around. You can say a lot of things about Biff Grimes, but not that he gives a cigarette to a girl. <laughs> oh, stop it. Listen, if he's on in Virginia... <laughs> Virginia. No. Thought for a minute. Ah, well. They seem very happy, those two. Yeah. Guess they must be engaged. Why? Because she let him kiss her? Well, of course. Would you let a boy kiss you you weren't engaged to? Oh. If he was charming and nice looking, I certainly would. Yeah, well, what else could you expect from a girl Who that... smokes, whose mother wore bloomers, and whose aunt's on the stage? Yeah. You know, I suppose a little kiss is harmless. If it's all in fun. And even if it's not in fun. You mean... Exactly. Well, well, wouldn't you like someday for a nice fellow to marry you? Oh, not particularly. Oh, so now you don't believe in the institution of marriage, huh? An outmoded, silly convention. Started by the cavemen and encouraged by the florists and jewelers. Well, uh, don't, don't, you, don't you want a home and kids? Well, certainly I do. Oh, but that doesn't mean one has to go through... Wait a minute. You, you, you mean? Exactly. But, but you, uh, I, I mean, you, uh, Hugo! Oh, Hugo! What's the matter? Hugo, let's get out of here, quick! In just a moment, our stars, Donna Michi, Rita Hayworth, and Gail Patrick will return in Act Two of The Strawberry Blonde. And now, here's Sally, with that gleam in her eye. Sally, have you been writing poetry again? <laughs> no, Mr. Ruick. This time, it's a riddle. A riddle? Let's have it, Sally. Why is a cake of Lux toilet soap like a defense stamp? A cinch, Sally, a cinch. They're both best sellers. Mm, that's right, too, Mr. Ruick. But I think my answer's better. A cake of Lux toilet soap is like a defense stamp because every time you buy one, you get such a lot of satisfaction out of spending a small sum. Very good, Sally. Buying defense stamps is a quick, easy way for everyone to help. And when we buy Lux toilet soap, Mr. Ruick, we women are getting a quick, easy complexion care. A care that really works. Why, think of all the active lather facials there are in a single cake of smooth, white Lux toilet soap. You know, Sally, that active lather care you mentioned brings lots of dividends in complexion loveliness. Won't you tell the ladies in our audience how to take a Lux soap beauty facial? It's simple. Here's all you do. Pat the Lux toilet soap lather lightly in. Just compare the wonderful, rich lather with that of other soaps you've used. Even in hard water, you get a creamy, abundant lather it's like a caress to the skin. Yet it's so thorough. Removes stale cosmetics. Every trace of dust and dirt. To rinse, use warm water and follow with a dash of cool. Then pat the face gently with a towel to dry. Now touch your skin. It feels soft and smooth as satin. Well, Sally, the Lux Toilet Soap facial you've just described is used daily by famous screen stars. That fact alone proves what a wonderful complexion care it is. Yes, gentle Lux toilet soap is right for delicate skin. Try Hollywood's beauty facials for 30 days and see. Get some fine white Lux toilet soap tomorrow. Now, back to our play. Act two of Strawberry Blonde, starring Don Amici as Biff Grimes, Rita Hayworth as Amy, and Gail Patrick as Virginia, with Louis Alberni as Nick. Sunday afternoon again, 1900. Biff Grimes stands looking out of the window, a faraway expression in his eyes. Nick is nervous and worried, for Biff is recalling the past, a day ten years ago when Hugo Barnstead stole his girl. 
So you got Barnstead's coming to have his tooth pulled. That's funny, isn't it? Coming to me. Beef, listen. You got no reason to hold the grudge. No reason. It was a long time ago, Beef. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years ago, he took Virginia away from me in the park. But that didn't finish it, not then. It was me who took Virginia on the boat ride into Schultz's beer garden afterwards. You hear that tune? That's what they were playing at night. A waiter was singing it. Only I got him to change the words. Instead of when Casey danced with the strawberry blonde, he said when Biff Grimes danced with the strawberry blonde. I've made a hit with Virginia. She liked that. Thank you for a very lovely day. To me, Virginia, this day will remain long in my memory. If you, if you don't object, Virginia, I'll always regard it as a national holiday. Oh, that's sweet of you, Biff. Especially that song. That'll always be our song, won't it, Virginia? When Biff Grimes danced with the strawberry blonde. Yeah. We ought to do this again sometime, huh? Oh, I'd love to sometime. Well, do want anything... Tomorrow night, Virginia? Oh, well, uh, tomorrow night I'm going out with Billy Milburn. Oh, Saturday night? Well, uh, Saturday night I, I sort of promised Hugo. Well, how, how about next Monday? Oh, well, Monday there's a lovely boy from Brooklyn. Brooklyn? I don't mind when you go out with other boys from the neighborhood, but when you reach out into the sticks... Oh, but Jack's very cosmopolitan, but let's say now. Now, let me see. Oh, three weeks from Wednesday, I'll be free then. I'll meet you in the park. Oh, that's great. Uh, Virginia... When you kissed me at the dance, was it just one of... Uh, I mean, I mean, did it mean something to you, or was it just one of those... Now, Biff, do you think I'm the kind of girl who just goes around kissing boys? Oh, no, certainly not. I, I just thought... Well, here's another one for you. Night, Biff. Oh, I'll, I'll be seeing you <laughs> three weeks from Wednesday. Gotta help me. You know how important this is to me. Another four bucks and I'm all set for the evening. But I'm crazy about Virginia myself. Why should I give you monies? Well, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put in a good word for you. Well, I'll give you the monies if you promise me one thing. Sure. What? When you find out you cannot pay me back, you no get mad at me. Ah, Nick. You're certainly it when a fella needs a friend. Here, here. Take the monies. Go to the park. Go on. Go on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Nick. Hello there. Hello. Oh. Oh, I might have known it. The free thinker. How are you, Biff? And dressed up like Mrs. Astor's horse. Where are the bloomers? Well, if you're really interested... Never mind, never mind. (laughs) What are you doing here? They gave me a night off from the hospital. Mind if I sit down? It's a free country, but I wish you'd tie a can to yourself and beat it, because I got a date. I know. Virginia told me. She did? Well, you can't trust any woman, even Virginia. Well, look, if you think you're going to tag oh, along don't with... worry, Biff. I won't. I'm just out for a breath of fresh air. I-, I promise I'll go whenever you want me to. When we hear Virginia's first footstep, that's when I want you to. All right, Biff. Nice out tonight. Yes. Swell. This time of night, things seem still and quiet, don't they? Soon fall will be here. Then winter. I don't like winter. No? No. I get awfully lonesome when winter comes. Do you? Yes. I know how you feel. I get lonesome, too. Do you, Bill? Yeah, a little. Say, why haven't you got a date tonight? <laughs> Free thinkers have a lot of time on their hands. Bill, if I ask you something, Bill, will you tell me? What? Well, you don't have to unless... unless you want to. What is it? Do... do you love Virginia? Now, what business is that of yours? Oh, I guess you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be angry. Yeah, I do. I guess maybe I'm a little too crazy about her. Somehow, she's... she's my ideal. You know, every boy has an ideal. Somebody that he cares for and... When he cares for that somebody, why, 
Nothing else matters. You know, it's kind of like, like a, like an ingrown pain. It starts in the pit of your stomach and works right up to your neck. Well, that's the way I feel about Virginia. I see. Uh, there, I uh, saw Virginia this afternoon. Hey, uh, she... there she is now. Go on, you better beat it. Beat it. Hello, Beef. How's the kid? <laughs> Doesn't sound like her. Uh, hello, Nick. Hello, Eddie. Hello. Beef, we've been looking for you. This is Josephine Miller. Oh, uh, hello. <laughs> Sir, say hello to Mr. Grimes. That's the best you'll get out of her. Beef, I got a date with these giggles tonight. <laughs> and I could use uh, that four box. Uh, what's the idea? You know I got a date myself. Oh, no, you don't got. Well, what are you talking about? Beef, take it like I took it. Beef, I'll uh, tell you. At 4 o'clock this afternoon, Virginia married Hugo Barnstead. What? Yes. I shave him for the ceremony. What stopped me from cutting his throat? Married? Uh, well, that, uh, that's no surprise to me. They left already for Niagara Falls. Hugo got a lower sleeper. Uh, say, what do you mean, no surprise to you? You much four bucks from me for the date with Virginia, don't you? Oh, uh, I, I didn't say Virginia. I said I had a date with Amy. You, you say Virginia. Ah, uh, you had cotton in your ears. I said Amy. What do, you, what do you think she's so dressed up for? Why, of course. Why, we we have a steady date every Wednesday night. Don't we, Bill? Huh? Well, sure. Every Wednesday night. Then what for you say all the time in the barbershop she got Belfry in the back? Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Why, I knew all along about Virginia and Hugo. In fact, I helped pull it off. Virginia's a nice kid, but not for me. Why, say, if I wanted it, do you think I'd let Hugo get away with it? You know I me, mean, Nick. I take nothing from nobody. <laughs> If we don't hurry, Biff, we'll be late for the show. Then there is no chances getting back the four bucks now, huh? Why, you see the situation, don't you? Well, Amy's nicer girl than Virginia. Say, maybe you could use uh, two more bucks, huh? What? What? thanks? That's all right. I don't want I should spend too much money on these giggles. <laughs> Come on, Josephine. In Greece, we got plenty work for you. Good night. Night, Biff. Good night. When he climbs into that sleeper, I hope he breaks both his legs. Oh, that isn't nice, Biff. I bet you knew all the time. Well, I tried to tell you. Uh, what did you come here for, to laugh at me? Oh, Biff. Well, I don't want any sympathy either. You know, Amy, you were right. Right about what? You hit the nail right on the head. Marriage is a lot of malarkey. You treat a girl respectable, you watch her language, she runs off with somebody else. You were right, Amy. When a fellow meets a girl and they sort of like each other, but there's no reason why they shouldn't. You, you mean? Well, sure. Just like you said, spades are spades. I like you. You sort of like me, don't you? Oh, I do, but... Come here. Oh, let go of me. You let go of me. Oh, help! Well, say, say, what's the idea? I've never been so insulted in my life. Well, wait a minute. I don't get it. After all your fancy talk. Well, a girl has the right to talk, hasn't she? But your mother was an original bloomer girl. No, she wasn't. Father wouldn't let her. But she admired and respected them. Oh, and your aunt. I bet she was never even on the stage. Oh, she was so. In a church play. Yeah, I bet you're a fake all around. I bet you never even smoked a cigarette. Well, I, I put them in my mouth sometimes. But I, I never lit them. Yeah, I knew it. A genuine 100% all-around fake. And stop crying, will you? Never even smoked a cigarette. Oh, now, Amy, please turn off the waterworks. I'll tell you something. I never inhale myself. <laughs> what do you think of that? And say, Amy, I want to thank you for helping me out when Nick was here, saying you had a date with me. It's all right. You know, underneath, you're a nice kid. A pretty darn nice kid. Amy... If I ask you something, you won't mind? What is it? Can I be your steady? Do you want to? Yeah. All right, Biff. Then it's understood, huh? We got an understanding. Yes, Biff. All right. But one thing. No more of this smoking business, lit or not lit. All right. And all that bloomer girls and free-thinking business, none of that. I don't stand for any of that stuff. That's the way I'm constituted. No more, Biff. 
Would you like to kiss me? Sure. Oh, dear. What are you thinking about? I hope he stands too near the falls, gets his feet wet, and catches a good cold. That's what I hope. <laughs> we got married in September, Amy and me. I kept right on with my dentistry lessons, and I had a milk route on the side. And then one day, yeah, I guess it must have been about three years later, I ran into Virginia Brush, Virginia Barnstead. She was in a swell carriage. She leaned out and called to me. Biff, Biff Grimes, after all these years. Oh, hello, Virginia. Gosh, you, you look beautiful. Oh, Biff, you're incorrigible. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing here, Virginia? Oh, I don't forget my old neighborhood and old friends just because Hugo's doing so well. By the way, do you know where Amy is? Whatever happened to her? Oh, nothing much. She, she married me. Oh. How's uh, Hugo? He's all right. But I, I can't get over you and Amy. I, I think it's wonderful. Oh, I'd so like to see you and Amy again. I'm sure Hugo would, too. How about tonight? Well... Oh, I'm sorry we can't make it tonight. Those dull dinners the mayor gives. But tomorrow night, why don't you and Amy have dinner with us? Well, I, I don't know. Oh, it'll be lots of fun. Please, dear. Well, I, I'll try and talk Amy into Oh, wonderful. Eight sharp. <laughs> Listen, Virginia. You listen to me. But Biff hasn't got a brain in his head. I, I got no room for him in my organization. You needn't sound so important, Hugo. Besides, you owe Biff something. What makes you so interested in Biff all of a sudden? Why, why, Amy was my best friend. And obviously, they're not doing so well. And even more obviously, Biff is still good-looking, huh? Ah, oh, you make me tired. Hugo, darling, you're so clever, Hugo. You could find some use for Biff. You try. Well, oh, all right, honey. Uh, I'll try. Say, now that I think of it, I've got just the right spot for a guy who ain't none too bright. What? Vice president. Oh. <laughs> some bread, Biff? No, no, thanks. Amy, you'll have some. Arthur, pass the bread to Mrs. Grimes. Yes, sir. Virginia, I just can't get over that electric light. Isn't it dangerous? Not if you pay the bill. <laughs> My father and his father got along plenty all right with gaslight. Uh, Virginia, I know I must sound awful saying everything is so wonderful, but I've never tasted such delicious soup. What is it? Terrapin. Had it shipped specially from Baltimore. Yeah, that was silly. We could have gone down there to eat it. <laughs> uh, Biff, my boy, this isn't entirely a social visit, you know. When a man rises suddenly, and if I may say so, spectacularly to business prominence... Before he tells you the story of his life, I better break the news to you. Hugo told me tonight, Biff, he wants to take you into the construction firm with him. What? Are you kidding? Well, after all, Biff, we grew up together. I'm not the kind who forgets his friends. Well, gee, Hugo, that's great of you, but, uh, but I've studied to be a dentist all these years. Gosh, all those letters I've read. Where are you going to get pulling teeth? Listen, I've got a couple firms. I plan to make you an executive of one of them. Executive? Oh, dear. Well, why not? After all... Say, what's the matter with those lights? They're flickering. They're going out. Oh, oh, Biff, I'm frightened. There they go. Oh, candles. Candles, candles, get the candles. All these newfangled contraptions. I told Tom Edison it would never work. Gosh, I can't get over it. This morning I was a milkman. Next month I was going to be a dentist, but tomorrow morning I'm an executive. And in a little while we'll be able to import soup from Baltimore. Won't we, Biff? Ah, oh, you bet. Say, Amy, <laughs> that was sure romantic the way you threw your arms around me and kissed me. Me? Where? When the lights went out. That wasn't me, Biff. It wasn't? Well, it wasn't the butler. B.L. Grimes, vice president. That was me. Yeah. I ought to have known there was something fishy. Barnstead never gave away a plug and nickel. For six months, all I ever did was sign papers, stuff I didn't know anything about, except that Hugo said it was all right. Then the blow-off came. One morning in the office, the lawyer was there. 
Now, look here, Treadway. You're our attorney. What are we paying you for? You couldn't get us out of this. Uh, what can I do? The building department checkup shows that inferior materials were used in direct violation of the law. The wall caved in, and there you are. The D.A. is acting on it now. Why, I didn't know what was in the specifications. Hugo just brought them in, and I just signed them. I didn't know what was in them either. What what do I know about such things? All I knew, it was a few cents cheaper. Yeah, you're getting a break, Hugo. Technically, you're not an officer in this corporation. They can't do a thing to you. Is that so? Hey, hey, wait a minute. Uh, uh, Does that mean... Does that mean that I'm left holding a bag? Now, Biff, believe me, we'll do all we can, won't we, Treadway? I'm afraid there isn't much we can do. It's only a few months before election, and the D.A. has got to get conviction. Oh, yeah? Now, Biff, old man... Listen, you. All my life you've been stepping on me, and I've been taking it. Me, a tough guy. Biff, do you think I wanted the wall to cave in? Do you, do you think I planned it? I'm just as broken up as you are. I don't know what you planned. All I know is... Grimes in. I don't know who's calling. Listen. We're from the precinct across the street. Got a warrant from the D.A.'s office. Biff knows us. Tell him Matt and Talia here. They're after me. I'm afraid Mr. Grimes isn't in. I'm afraid he is. We'll look around. I'm getting out of here. Stall those fellas. I'm going down to fire. Biff, it ain't any use. Let me go. I'm going home. Amy. Amy, where are you? Amy, where are you? Hello, Beth. We're waiting for you. Well, hello, hello, Matt. Hello, hello, Charlie. You got away from us at the office. Don't try it again. Why? I, what, do you, what do you want? Sorry, Beth. We got to arrest you. Listen, fellas. We we were kids together. I'm innocent. Give me a chance to get away. I'll, I'll skip town. Can't do it, Beth. It ain't myself I'm thinking of. I don't give a darn about myself. It, it's Amy. This will just about kill her. Please, boys, will you? Sorry, Biff, we, we can't. Come along. Biff, are you home? There's Amy. Don't tell her, will you? Oh, Biff, did you leave the front door? Oh. Hello, hello, Amy. Uh, well, fellas, it's uh, awfully nice of you to come here, and I appreciate it. I, I, I'll be only too glad to accept your offer. Biff, what's the matter? Matter? Well, not, uh... I, I was just telling Charlie... Uh, you know you know Charlie Brown and Matt Hughes. You see, uh... You see, the police is, is holding... Uh, that, that is, they're giving a, giving a clam down at Coley Island Wednesday. Or, uh, what's it, Thursday? And, and so they asked me to be on the committee. I was just telling them. That's awfully nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, isn't it awfully nice? Uh, say, Matt, did, uh, did you say you wanted me to go down there now and, and arrange things? Yeah, it might be a good thing. All right, all right. Let, let's go. Uh, Amy, I'll, uh, I'll be back in just, just a little while. Just, just a little while, honey. All right, Biff. Uh, wait for me, will you, Amy? I'll wait. All right. Let's go, boy. Hey, Biff, you got anything to say to the press? What are they sending you to jail for? Jail? Oh, Biff, come back. for station identification. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. After a brief intermission, Rita Hayworth, Don Amici, and Gail Patrick will return in Act Three of The Strawberry Blonde. Now, for a moment, let's do a bit of eavesdropping on a young engaged couple. They're asking each other that favorite question of every engaged pair. Johnny, that very first time you met me at the club dance, what did you think? I thought, there's the girl for me, all right. When we were dancing, remember what I said? Gosh, Mary, but you're sweet. I wish this dance would never end. Yes, she never fails to charm the girl who's sweet and fresh as a flower. The girl who knows the supreme importance of perfect, exquisite daintiness. And clever girls depend on Hollywood's beauty soap to make daintiness sure. 
You know, screen stars use their complexion soap, Lux Toilet Soap, as a daily bath soap, too. Here's what lovely Joan Bennett says about her Lux Toilet Soap bath. Lux Soap's active lather is so gentle, so thorough, it leaves skin really sweet. Yes, you'll enjoy the luxury of the daily Lux Toilet Soap beauty bath. An inexpensive luxury, because this fine white soap is hard milled. That means it lasts right down to the thinnest sliver. You'll enjoy the generous creamy lather Lux Soap gives. Active lather. It carries away perspiration and every bit of dust and dirt. Leaves skin beautifully fresh and sweet. You'll like the flower-like perfume. It's a fragrance blended by a master perfumer from many costly ingredients. Yet Lux Toilet Soap is low in price because millions of cakes are sold each year. Why not get some of this luxurious soap tomorrow? Buy it the thrifty three cakes at a time way. Now, our stars are on stage again. The curtain rises on the third act of Strawberry Blonde, starring Donna Amici, Rita Hayworth, and Gail Patrick. The band plays on, and in Biff Graham's memory, he sees himself as he was in years gone by, condemned to prison, serving time for a crime he didn't commit. Put in five years at that place. Five years out of my life because I wasn't as smart as Hugo Barnstead. But it wasn't so bad all the time. I kept on with my dentistry and before I got out, I worked in the warden's teeth. He was a nice guy, that warden. Just a little bit more now, warden. Ah, there we are. Rhymes, you're wonderful. I've always been mortally afraid of drilling, but under your hands, I don't feel a thing. Well, thanks, Wharton. I can hardly believe you're only a student. Oh, well, I, I expect my diploma any day now. Grimes, a man with your ability shouldn't be in prison. I think I'll speak to the governor about a pardon. Gee. Uh, let me have that mirror. Ah, makes a nice little hole, doesn't it? I never... Hey, what the... Why, you fool, you idiot! Wait, uh, what's, what's the matter, Warden? No wonder I didn't feel a thing. You drilled right through my bridgework. Yeah, uh, remember, I'm only a student, Warden. Get out of here, you, you. Get back to your cell. That bridge cost me $100. Uh, this doesn't spoil it for the pardon, does it, Warden? Pardon? I've got you a pardon. I've got to get rid of you some way. You're a menace to the whole prison. <laughs> Beef liked the idea of you to move back to the old neighborhood, Amy? He didn't say. He never said much in his letters. Yeah. Funny thing, he's on one. Nobody should meet him at the train. I can understand. He'll have to pass through the park. I'd, I'd rather meet him here. Well, I go. Two's company. Three's too much. You tell him I want to give him his first shave. Free for nothing. I will, miss. Thanks. Yep. It's me. I, uh, I was just going over at the house. I didn't want anybody at the station to see me. I know. Something told me you'd be here. I don't know, just something. Nice over here tonight. Spring. Yeah. Spring. Smells good. The earth, the trees. Everything seems to be waking up. New life coming in. Glad to see me, Amy. Oh, you know I am, dear. Feels good to see you, too. Feels good to be back. Five years. Seems more like ten. Dear, I'm so glad to see you. Same here. Guess I would have been all shot to pieces if I hadn't gotten your letters. The thought of you waiting just... It's somehow. all right, dear. Thank you, Amy, for all your kindness, all your goodness. That's all right, dear. You all right, Amy? Oh, yes, I'm all right, dear. It... It's just seeing you. You know, Amy, I was, I was thinking... Uh, 
I guess we'll have to move away from this neighborhood. All right, Ben. Okay with you? Wherever you go, Ben, I'll go. There's something big coming up for Biff Grimes' and his wife. I can feel it in my bones. Biff Grimes is going to be Biff Grimes. Yes, sir. Ain't going to be nothing too good for Biff Grimes and family. Gee, it feels good. Want to go home, honey? Oh, yeah. All right. Amy, I love you. I think you're the loveliest lady in the world. I love your hair. Your eyes. Your mouth. I love you too, baby. I love you too. Hugo Barnstep. Ever since I first met him, I hated him. He took my girl. He sent me to jail. I owe a lot to Hugo Barnstead, and when he comes here today, I'm going to pay him. Biff, you got to listen to me. Tell those guys to stop that music. Oh, I'll tell them. Get out of here. Go on, beat it. Biff, the door. He's here. Yeah. You let him in, Nick, and I'll take care of him. Now, Biff, keep your head. Hugo's an alderman. A big man. He's got money, position. He's got Virginia. And look at me. Just look at me. Why does this have to happen to me on Sunday of all days? He's coming in himself. Will you stop whining down my neck? If it isn't one thing with you, it's another. Now listen, Virgie, when we're in our own home, you can talk to me any way you please. But when we're in a stranger... Oh, shut up. Who are you telling me? Hello, Hugo. What? Biff Grimes. Yeah. Hello, Virginia. Hello, Biff. I, 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 I didn't know you were the dentist. I did. And you deliberately let me come here. I have to have some excitement in my life, don't I? Say, don't nobody say hello to me, Nick Papalas? <laughs> don't you remember? You passed, you walked past my barbershop. I was the one of the boys that whistled. And today, after ten years with this specimen, I'd have to do the whistling. Now, Virgie! I used to walk blocks out of the way just to pass the barbershop and give the boys a chance to whistle. But you never whistled, did you, Biff? No. I had too much respect for you. Sit down, Hugo. Well, I'll, 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 I'll tell you, it's the strangest thing. My, my toothache's all gone. No pain at all. Get into that chair. Your tooth hurts and you know it. I ought to know whether my tooth hurts or not. Come on home. I'm not going to have you whimpering like a sick puppy all night. I'll be with you in a minute, Hugo. Just have to get into my jacket. Well, uh, take your time. Still married to Amy, Biff? Yeah. So she stuck to you? Sure she did. Good for her. Look at me. I stuck to Hugo. Mother, mother, pin a rose on me. <laughs> you still look in pretty good shape, Biff. Look at the wreck of the Hesperus I married. You think it's only his teeth? He's only got one kidney and his liver's on his last legs. Every doctor in town knows him better than I do. And in the bargain, he's a hypochondriac. He sits up all night thinking up new diseases to catch. I'm not a well man, Biff. We haven't a real friend in the world, not even at Christmas time. Virgie! All ready, Hugo. This, 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 this isn't going to hurt now, is it, Biff? I can't guarantee anything. I, 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 I think it would be best if I took gas. Just as you like, Hugo. Uh, Biff, I, I meant to come up there to see you or sort of explain things. You don't have to explain anything, Hugo. Ah, I didn't do anything wrong. My, my conscience is clear, but, uh, if an apology will help. Why don't you just forget the whole thing, Hugo? You you mean there's no hard feeling? Not anymore. Not a bit of it. You really mean that? I really do. Oh, that's big of you, Biff. Now, before I give you the gas, just show me which tooth it is, will you? Oh, uh, yeah, right there. Yeah. Open a little wider, please. Uh, that's fine. Oh, 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 oh! What's the idea? What's the idea? Oh, I want a gas. Oh, Hugo, oh, I really got nothing against oh. you anymore. But oh. I wouldn't be human if I didn't take oh. a little revenge. Oh. Here, here's your tooth, Hugo. Oh, uh, how much do I owe you? You don't owe me a oh. thing. Oh, what's that? I said you don't owe me a thing. I, I don't understand. He doesn't understand. Well, when we get home, I'll explain the whole thing to you. What's blocked? <laughs> so long, Biff. Come on, you. When are you going to stop heckling me? When you stop breathing. <laughs> That way he jumped out to the chair. <laughs> you know, I was afraid to give him gas, Nick. 
The temptation was too great. Yeah, you sure let him off easy. Easy? No. I'm the one who was let off easy. Huh? I might have been the one married to Virginia. You know, it's a funny thing, Nick. What? You go and me. All my life, he stepped all over me. I'm the dope. He's the wise guy. He's got everything. I got nothing. But it just comes to me now. I'm a happy man. And he's not. Exactly. Well, I think I go home now. Congratulations, Steve. Thanks, Nick. You know, if I married Virginia, she'd turn out different. Woman with 17 kids got no time to nag. <laughs> Somebody come in. I thought I heard voices. Yeah, had a quick patient. From the yell I heard, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Are you ready to go out? Yep. Get your hat. I got it. After you, Amy. Why, Bill? How nice. Where shall we walk to? Any place you say. Is through the park all right, Bill? Oh, yes, fine. You're awfully nice to me today, Bill. Yeah, well, why shouldn't I be? Amy, do you know that you're very sweet and beautiful and I love you? Bill, are you feeling all right? Oh, I feel wonderful. And I haven't been drinking either. You know, Amy, I haven't told you this often enough. You know what you mean to me? Nah, nah, you couldn't. Give me a kiss, Amy. Oh, Bill, stop. Why, Bill? Right out on the street. When I want to kiss my wife, I'll do it any place, any time. That's the way I'm constituted. Only in the theater of the air could a producer in New York talk to three stars in Hollywood as they take a curtain call. And I assure Rita Hayworth, Donna Michi, and Gail Patrick that I was applauding right with the audience. Thank you, C.B. We missed you here tonight. How's everything in New York, Mr. DeMille? The New York of Strawberry Blonde is my New York, Gail. The way it was when I lived here 40 years ago. I suppose there are a few changes since the days of tandem bicycles and the horse and carriage. <laughs> yes, things are a bit different, Rita. 40 years ago, everybody was anxious to trade their horse and carriage for an automobile. Now they're trying to trade it back again. <laughs> well, I'm anxious to see you drive down Hollywood Boulevard in a horse and buggy. When will you be back? Oh, I'll be back in plenty of time for next week's final rehearsals. And I expect everybody to be letter-perfect, Rita. And I'm not returning by horse and buggy. I hope. <laughs> well, CB, the best we can wish for you in the meantime is that the New York opening of Reap the Wild Wind goes over as well as the Hollywood opening did last week. I'm sorry we can't be there, Mr. DeMille, but say hello to Broadway for us. I will, and I'll go on record right now that I'm exceedingly proud of the performances you three gave tonight. Thank you, Mr. DeMille. And I'll go on record right now about another performance. The way Lux Soap helps to keep one's skin soft and smooth. You know, I have Lux Soap at home and in my dressing room and at the studio all the time. So do I, Rita. I've used Lux Soap for years, but I guess everyone knows that it's a grand complexion care. Anyone who's seen a close-up of either of you on the screen should rush out immediately and get them. C.B., what have you lined up for next week? A drama of the men who win the war in the air, Don. It's the paramount hit, I Wanted Wings. And our stars will be Ray Milland, William Holden, Brian Donlevy, and Veronica Lake. They're the same players you saw on the screen in this exciting story of the cadets of the Army Air Corps. The drama of the way they win their wings. Told by Ray Milland, William Holden, Brian Dunleavy, and Veronica Lake. That's a play that'll give us all the thrill, C.B. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. And give my regards to Hollywood Boulevard. Our sponsors, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, join me in inviting you to be with us again next Monday night when the Lux Radio Theater presents Ray Milland, William Holden, Brian Dunleavy, and Veronica Lake in I Wanted Wings. This is Cecil B. DeMille saying good night to you from uh, New York.
Don Amici will soon be seen in a new 20th Century Fox picture. Rita Hayworth, Columbia Pictures star, will soon be seen in the Columbia picture Carnival in Rio with Fred Astaire. Gail Patrick's new picture is the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer production Kathleen. Heard in tonight's play were Jack Mather as Hugo. Tune in next Monday night to hear Ray Milan, Brian Donlevy, William Holden, and Veronica Lake in I Wanted Wings. Our music was directed by Louis Silvers, and this is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.